have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make Your Day Count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing. And I am reminded to make my day count. When? Right now. Today. Today is a good good time for me to make my day count. Today is a good time for you to make your day count. So make a quality decision right now as you tune in and listen to this program that I'm going to make my day count on this Monday morning. This week, we're going to be continuing the topic, Breaking the Spirit of Delay and Stagnation. So we have three key points, things that could be part of the delay. We have no idea how much God wants it. We have no idea the purpose of it, and we don't know the value of it. So there are things that God wants to work through each and every one of our lives, things that he invested in us that he wants to bring out into the earth realm to benefit the kingdom, to benefit others. And we have to have the realization of the value of those things, of the purpose of those things, and how much God truly desires those things to come forth into the earth realm. So when we realize the purpose, when we realize the value, when we realize the urgency, of it, God's desire for it working through us, then we will ensure that the spirit of delay and stagnation has no part of our life. We're going to be in 1 Samuel, starting in chapter 1, starting at verse 5. But to Hannah, he would give a double portion, for he loved Hannah, although the Lord had closed her womb. And her rival also provoked her severely, to make her miserable because the Lord had closed her womb. So it was year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord that she provoked her. Therefore, she wept and did not eat. Then Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? And why is your heart grieved? Am I not better to you than ten sons? So here we have Hannah, and she has a situation There are a lot of things that look good. She has a husband who cares for her. She has a husband that gives on to her, but she was lacking a child. So she, the Lord, the Bible particularly says that the Lord had closed her womb. So there was a delay. It wasn't that she wasn't going to have a child, but for this period of time, it was delayed. So that was good for her. God knows best for our lives. The Bible says God of a plan. He has a purpose for my life and for your life. And there are things that must come into my life, things that are going to come into my life, things that are going to come into your life in their appointed time. In the what time? The appointed time. Uh, Solomon says there's a time, there's a season, and a purpose for everything under the sun. So there are things God wants to fulfill in my life, but it has an appointed time on it. Mm -hmm. And so when it seems like it's not going to happen, it is, I must know whatever God say going to happen, 
first of all, Diana, we must know what we are praying for is what God says. Mm -hmm. So once we are in alignment with God, then any period of delay there, he will tell us the reason why it is delayed. She was being provoked by yeah. her rival. So it was. this says that year by year, over time, led up till this time when she's there and she begins to pour out. She begins to purge her bitterness. She begins to purge her anguish. She been, begins to purge her complaint onto them. So over time, year after year, she was provoked to the point that she finally poured out the things that were holding her back from receiving the fullness, the realization of what God had for her. She had the desire for a child, but through this passage of Scripture, as we continue to go on through the chapter, we'll see that she now has a realization. After she was able to purge, after she was able to get free from her complaint, from the bitterness, from the anguish, from the anxiety, she then increased her capacity to be able to hold the purpose for the child. A lot of times we want stuff, but we don't know why we want it. Right. We want it. We just want it. But we haven't established the purpose, purpose. with God for it. Yes. So when we have the realization for the purpose, like we say, oh, well, I want a degree. Well, why do you want a degree? What do you want a degree in? I don't know. I just want a degree. Yes. I want a house. Uh, what, what's the purpose of the house? house? I don't know. I just want a house. I want a car. I want a job. I want a child. Well, what's the purpose in it? A lot of times we're just putting out our list of what we want, but we must get with God to establish the purpose for it. And a lot of times the things are delayed because there's no purpose. If there's no meaningful purpose, purpose. in something, yes. we're not going to value it. Right. We're going to allow it to come and to go. But when we see the purpose within it, when we see the value within it, when we see that it's God's desire to work through it, then we treat those things different. What is the plan? What is the plan that God have for my life? Number one, the first thing that I need to find out, seek out earnestly, is to know the plans of God for my life. Here's a good question. Why am I here on this earth right now? Why am I here in the earth? There is a reason for me to be in this earth realm. And it's by divine assignment. So are you getting this this morning? You and I are in this earth realm by divine assignment. We were sent into the earth to accomplish a task given to each one of us by God. Jesus came not just came willy-nilly. He came with an assignment to redeem us from the destruction of hell, to bring us back to God. That was his assignment, and he fulfilled it. John the Baptist was before Jesus, and he came with an assignment. And John told us, he says, I am the forerunner. I am one crying out loud, telling you that one is coming that is mightier than I am, that I'm not even worthy to tie his shoes less, and he will redeem you. Mm -hmm. 
That was his purpose. He was not the redeemer. Jesus was. So we must find our what? Purpose. A lot of times we're asking for the what, but we're not asking God for the why. We're not asking God for the how. We're not asking God for the time, for yeah. when. We're not asking God for the where. We're, just, we're going over and over and asking him for the what, what we want, what we want, what yes. we want, what we want, instead of considering the other factors that are going to actually bring that request into fruition, that are going to bring that request into maturity, into use for the kingdom of God. You know, why, I want money, I want money, I want money, I want yeah. money. Well, why do you want money? What's the purpose? purpose. What's the mission? behind the money so a lot of times we're just asking for the what but we need to be asking god the why the how the when the where in order to have the realization of the totality of the purpose for that which we are asking and then we, we will be okay we'll know if it's hold up by the enemy or god put a break on it god says it's not time yet and it is for an appointed time. There's a difference. It is for an appointed time. So we are to what? Wait for it. It is going to happen. So we must know when that is for an appointed time so we can wait what? Patiently for it. While we're waiting, we're increasing in capacity yes. to be able to hold the fullness of it. Hannah already had everything that she needed for this child, for Samuel, to come forth. She already had the egg in her in her ovaries. She already had her husband who was to father the child. The, everything was already in position, but she had to have the realization of the purpose behind her child. She had to pour out the things that were causing the delay, the bitterness, the complaint, the anguish, the sorrow. Those things were causing the delay. She was allowing those things to stay in the place, um, stay within her when she needed to purge, purge those things up. in yeah. order to increase the capacity to hold the purpose. Verse 9, so Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord, and she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall come upon his head. And it happened as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah spoke in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, How long will you be drunk? Put your wine away from you. But Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Do not consider your maidservant a wicked woman. For out of the abundance of my complaint and grief, I have spoken until now. So in verse 11, she begins to receive the purpose for the child. She's making a vow unto God. You give him to me, I'm going to give him back 
to you. There's a purpose. This is not me just wanting a child because I want a child and because the other wife has the children, I want to have a children. No, she now sees the purpose in that particular child. So she begins to purge out before the Lord. She pours out her soul before the Lord. And she says clearly, she says, until now, my prayer was complaining. Until now, my prayer was that of grief, pity party on me. But when she releases that and she doesn't allow it to continue to cycle back through her, the priest Eli, he answers her and he says in verse 17, go in peace and the God of Israel grant your petition, which you have asked of him. See, oh, she discovered the purpose of having this child. Why? You, you, and you talk about that earlier. We, we must discover the why. Why do I want this child? And if the Lord gives me this request, how is it going to benefit God? So when we ask God for something, let's find out how is this thing going to benefit God? How is it going to bring glory to God? If I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto him. So when we ask God for something, let's make sure it's not a selfish act, but one that is a divine, has divine purpose on it. We must know the purpose. We must know the value. And we must know that God also desires for it to be brought forth into the earth realm. So he has our back. We want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard in the city of Cocoa. Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Begford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Cocoa. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count.